welcome to Cheese the Day, the official cheese cast of the North Coast Co-op. Brought to you by my fuzzy cat on a couch that doesn't want me to leave in the morning. Oh, it's hard to come to work sometimes. My name is Veronica. I'm here with uh, my fellow cheese head. Thomas, I'm the cheese department head in the Eureka location. And I'm the cheese head in the Arcata location. Um, today we are going to talk about making a holiday cheese board for yourself, for your family, for the folks close to you. Yeah. It's going to be good. And it will be, well, it's simpler than you think it would be. Don't be intimidated. No, don't be intimidated at all. We're making it as easy as humanly possible. Uh, if you can count, you can build this cheese board. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we have had our intrepid marketing folks at the co-op put together. Actually, I'm saying this, we have had, because this airs during the holidays. They haven't actually done this yet, but they will have done this. <laughs> They're going to create these little signs that we're going to put up on our cheese islands, both in Eureka and in Arcata. And it's going to be like, cheese number one, cheese number two. So it'll be super easy to follow. you just in one point in the store, just go around in a little circle, picking up cheeses one through five. Yep. It'll be pretty simple. And then you can add in whatever extras you want to your lovely cheese board that you will create. Yeah. The crackers you want, if you want nuts, if you want jam, if you want some charcuterie. Charcuterie is great on a board. But if you want it to be vegetarian, you can totally go in all kinds of directions. With yeah. There's all, the all kinds of things nearby uh, on top of the island. There's some crackers, little, you know, I think we've both got Marcona almonds and the Valencia herb dusted almonds. Mm-hmm. Little jams. I think you've, you've even got some little like chocolate treats up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got uh, chocolate dipped dried orange slices and chocolate dipped dried figs. And I they're get those. really, really yummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, none of that wouldn't go good on a cheese board. You so, can dress it up however, however it suits you. We've done a certain amount of the work for the customer here by picking up the cheeses, and it's a, a little curated list. It's not like. Anything super intimidating or too fancy. Uh, and I, it's fairly reasonably priced. We Yeah, I we have we have a sample plate sitting here staring us in the face. And I went around and picked cheeses from my island here in Eureka. Uh, most of these cheeses are sold by weight, so you get to pick out whichever piece you want. There is one cheese on here which is uh, an exact weight sold at just the same retail price. Yeah, uh, and but we most have, of the pieces I tried to pick out, like the three, four dollar range, because it's it's just us tasting yeah. it today. And all of these cheeses are in both locations. Yes. The uh, accompaniments that go on your cheese board probably won't necessarily have the exact same things between the stores. Yeah, those will vary between the stores, but that's up to your imagination. Yeah. I mean, really, if you want to use your homemade jam that you you made this season. Yes. Put that on this cheese board. It doesn't have to be. If you have apple butter left over from the massive apple harvest yes. you had this year and you didn't use it all up for Thanksgiving and you're going to make a cheese board for Christmas. I feel like apple butter actually would go great with yeah, this board in that'd particular. Be really good. That's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Note to self, get some apple butter. Or <laughs> make one of your one of your family members that has gifted you homemade jam or jelly really happy by opening opening it up right there and putting it with all of the lovely yeah. cheeses that you've put out. 
Also, note to my loved ones, give me apple butter as a gift. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the cheeses? Yes. Or or well, I guess we should say how we how we chose our cheeses. When we sat down to create this board, uh, we needed it to have a theme because everything for the holidays has a theme. So what is what is this cheese board's theme? Uh diverse holiday snacking fun? <laughs> <laughs> I have it written down over here and I just put Veronica on the spot. Uh, I think the the theme that we were going for, the reason we chose all these cheeses, we were thinking like a tour of Europe. So each cheese mm. is representative oh, of... Oh yeah, tour of Europe. Yes, yeah. it very much is. Yeah. It, each cheese is from a different country within Europe. So like starting out, we start out in Spain with drunken goat. It's a wine-soaked goat cheese. It's one of my favorite cheeses in the store and on this board. Actually, this board is just sort of a a round robin of a lot of my favorite cheeses. (laughs) Yes. It's funny how that worked out. Well, want to recommend things that you like, so yes. When she says it's a wine goat, or sorry, a wine-soaked sheep's milk cheese, goat's milk, sorry, drunken goat is in the name. (laughs) I, I keep saying sheep's milk cheese because it it's so mellow and mild that it reminds me a lot of a sheep's milk cheese. I think that every time I put it in my mouth. Huh. Um, but it's not, it doesn't have that really goaty tang to me. It has a much more mellow sheep's milk vibe to me. It is very mellow on the goatiness. Yeah. Which, you know, some people are like, I don't know, I don't like goat cheese. It's really goaty. So they have a wheel of mild goat cheese that's... It's sort of a medium texture, medium firmness. Mm-hmm. And they just dunk that whole wheel. They soak it, yeah. Yeah, they soak it in wine. Deliciously. Deliciously. It's, and it's very pretty. It looks really nice on the cheese plate and it stands out. Yeah. And it slices really well, too. So it slices So if you're going to put it on your cheese board, probably... I mean, you can leave it whole and have people just shear off chunks that they want but it is nice to pre-slice it in suggested sizes and it does it slices yeah. really well and you can lay it out with its nice purpley rind I feel like I want to mention right now all of these pieces of cheese come from most of these come from much larger wheels of cheese but Drunken Goat comes to us as a, a fairly small wheel is it like two and a half three pounds something like that yeah the, the pieces that are in my case anyway and I think in yours too are on the smaller side, so I, I, I just grabbed one to put this board together, and at the end of it, I had leftovers of almost everything except for that one, and I think, and maybe Veronica will disagree with me, I haven't actually asked you yet, but I think people will come back for seconds of Drunken Goat on average more often. Than like, all the like other that cheeses? one's going to get eaten first. I think it's probably the most, it's one of the more accessible and addictive cheeses on the board. But maybe you'll disagree with me. Maybe that's just I, me. I do. Okay. I do. We were on cheese number one and we I already mean, have delicious, disagreement. it's delicious, but I'm way more excited about some of the other ones. Okay. Well, let's, let's move on to something you're more excited about then. <laughs> uh, cheese number two on the board. We're going to Italy now. For gorgonzola. Dolce gorgonzola. Gorgonzola dolce. Yes. Dolce gorgonzola. It's the, the kind of, it's the really soft 
I don't want to say goopy. <laughs> Sometimes it is goopy. Sometimes it's bit. just like it comes in a foil package and it's it's just like cheese sauce inside. Like so. Yeah. It's so one soft. of the cheeses I before I pull it out to cut for the day, I check I check it to like I palpate the cheese and see like, okay, how ripe is it? Because I'm gonna <laughs> have to like Am I going to have to pull out all my wrapping everything and so that when I cut it, I can just quick put that wedge that I just cut right on the plastic that it's going to get wrapped in because otherwise there's no way I can cut it and have it stay in wedges nicely until I get to wrapping it a few minutes later. Otherwise, at the end, you've got like half of it on the slicer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you need to use like, I don't know, a spatula or something to scoop, move it. Yeah. I've definitely done that at the end of slicing taken a little cheese plane like a spatula and just scraped off the rest of the gorgonzola dolce and smeared it on a cracker mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> or i just go and hide in the back and enjoy all the <laughs> the cheese goo on the cheese planer mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then i and then i wash my hands and do all that and then i get back to work but it's kind of like i feel like it's like licking the spoon after making frosting or, it totally is or something. yeah and that, that feels like, if you're putting this cheese board together, that is your right. We are, I mean, I, I'm going to say we're official cheesemongers, and we're giving you that permission. You should enjoy. If you're yeah. putting this together and there's gorgonzola dolce on any of your tools or surfaces, you have our permission to lick those clean. Just just pause and enjoy. Yeah, for do a it moment. safely, you know, sanitize. We want to be, we want to be COVID appropriate when we're licking things clean. And to be fair... <laughs> we want to be super clear here that when we do that in our cheesemonger life, that tool has Goes been the used. Sanitizer. It is about to be sanitized <laughs> at what feels like 10 million degrees to the human skin. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not doing that with anything. We're not that's, licking uh, the tools clean and then continuing with production. Not at all. Not at all. I, I just want to preempt that angry comment in the comment section. Uh, yes. Uh, but I feel like I want to move on to cheese number three. But before we do, just in case anyone doesn't know what gorgonzola is, it's a blue cheese. So that on this board, that's the blue uh, yeah. Although our Gorgonzola Dolce, typically not as blue. It's more mild on the blue yeah. end of things. It's, it's not on the heavily mild, it's, blue-veined like a whole bunch of our other blue cheeses. Yeah. But it definitely qualifies in that category for this cheese board. For that reason, I feel like it's an excellent choice if you are making this at home and you're you're potentially feeding people that aren't a big fan of blue cheese. If you've got you know kids or a partner that they're not really into blue... This is an excellent starter blue. I think this was my first starter blue also back when I didn't like blue cheese. Oh, my gosh. And Veronica said, I can change your mind. And this is what you whipped out. Yes. And it was good. Ha ha. And I I think I probably didn't tell you that I liked it just out of stubbornness. But I did. (laughs) I secretly did. All right. All right. Now, French Brie is the third cheese on our lovely board. Welcome to France. Yes. French brie. I feel like this is an excellent French cheese. Of all the French cheeses we sell, I feel like 
I have no evidence to back this up. But I feel like this is the most surprising for people because people are used to an American domestic brie being just sort of creamy and maybe the rind has a flavor. Yeah, but not not really surprising. Yeah. No, this cheese isn't that. No potentially offensive odors. This cheese... <laughs> This is the cheese on the board that maybe, if you've got squeamish children at home that you're feeding, maybe this is the cheese they're not into. Yeah. Potentially. It's included in the board because we love it and we 100% stand behind it. But it's got some funk to it. It does. Some people might say it has some stank to it. Oh, I love the stank. It's so good. It is so good. It is so very good. And being that this is a tour of Europe and you want those flavors, I highly encourage people that wouldn't necessarily normally grab a stanky French cheese, uh, give it a shot. It's fantastic. It is. It is really good. And I I think, well, like like all cheeses, it's better after you let it warm up a little bit and get room temperature. And yeah, I think the brie, of course, is improved by becoming room temperature and kind of oozing and melting on the cheese board. Very much so. This one has been warming up for a little while. I am giving it the poke test. It's still a little cool. Yeah. A little on the cool side. We'll let it warm up a little before we do the tasting. Yes. I do love this French brie, though. It is. I recommend it to people all the time. And if you are feeling a little, oh, I don't know if I want that big giant piece to go on my cheese board. We do have half pieces. I'm pretty sure they're, they're... pretty regularly stocked there's always an option to buy a half of a wedge if you want yeah that. we try to cut all sizes like i've got big ones in the case little ones ones that climb on rocks <laughs> <laughs> yes uh regarding french brie i will say when you open up the package it will smell more right then like it, it sort of off gases right every time I open up the plastic, mm-hmm. I'm sort of immediately hit with the smell. Do not be alarmed. Persevere. <laughs> keep going. It's okay. It is supposed to smell like that. That's what real French brie smells like. That's what real French brie smells like. And it's worth it. It is worth it. It's so good. It has such a silky, silky feel on the palate too. It does. I was just thinking, maybe maybe just after a couple minutes, you become a little nose blind to how <laughs> to, to the smell of it, because I've definitely brought smelly cheeses home for the holidays. That is entirely possible. And, you know, all the my nieces and nephews and every, the kids are out running around in the yard or whatever. And then I pull out the cheese board and all the adults were sitting around and we're talking and, and we're drinking and, and enjoying the board I just put out. And then the kids come in and they're like, oh my gosh, that stinks. And then they run off and <laughs> and do more of their, their playing. And I <laughs> have had, and you know, I, I feel like this is not a story that I should tell. But it's just between us and all of you people out there listening. Uh, I, I want people to build this cheese board. I stand by it. Like I said, it's a great cheese board and one that I'm happy to eat. Happy to have served to me and happy to serve to anyone. But a lot of the times when I cut a whole wheel of French brie, people walk through the back of the store, employees, and they're like, Oh, Thomas, what's that smell? I think, 
what I it just it doesn't smell quite <laughs> right like something's going on back here. Is that really? It okay? smells like food, but also <laughs> kind of not because it's a very unfamiliar smell to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you've never tried it, you will know exactly what we mean when you smell it for the first time. <laughs> but it is delicious, and I think you've got a pretty decent chance of becoming addicted to it. Oh yes. All well, right. Break time. I want to try some more of this, and we'll take a little break. Yeah. And then let's we'll take a little break. Come back and talk about some of these other tasty cheeses on our cheese plate. That sounds good. Cheese the Day is the official cheese cast of the North Coast Co-op, your local member-owned and organic certified grocery store, where everyone is welcome. Now back to the cheese nerds. And we're back. Welcome back. We've all just enjoyed a lovely little round of cheese board. Mm-hmm. I want to eat more. I'm going to try not to chew and Yeah, it's hard not to snack on, on there. <laughs> I might nibble a little bit. but I do want to share uh, our producer during the break. The last comment he made before we came, we came back to you guys was, Oh, this br- I, I'm paraphrasing here, but oh, this this French brie, it is it is unfamiliar tasting, and at first I didn't like it, but I'm I'm going back for more, and I want more, and that is exactly the experience that I wish for all of you. It is different, but highly pleasant and very addictive. Yes, you will surprise yourself by going back for more. All right, uh, should we move on yes. away from France and the unfamiliar? And into Holland? Uh, yeah. Actually, I think England is our next stop. Oh, oh, that's You're right. You're forgetting one. You're yes. forgetting Red Fox. Red Fox. Red Fox. This is the cheese that I mentioned earlier that is sold as just a an exact weight retail package. It's packaged in England. Uh, you will recognize it by the Red Fox on the label. Yes. And the... Big number four sticking up out of the case, letting you know where it is. Yes. It is a bright orange, aged, sharp, crumbly cheddar, and it's wonderful. It is delightful. It's crumbly. It's sharp. It is. It's it's bright orange. It's that familiar cheddar flavor. It's it's a sharp cheddar, but it, it's. I feel like it's a really nicely balanced sharp cheddar. I think I said this recently, but it's like the right amount of acid and the right amount of salt, and it's just like... Yeah. Just what I want a cheddar to be. Like, you can tell they really they really care about this cheese when they make it. <laughs> yeah. And it's got a nice rounded butteriness to to ease up the, the sharpness of it. I had to put a little more in my mouth just now. It seems now. really well. It's like, it's creamy, but it's sharp. Yeah. And it's somehow, I think what's surprising is it's melt-in-your-mouth creamy, and crumbly also mm-hmm. like when you cut it it's crumbly and it, it like it like an aged cheddar falling apart crumbly mm-hmm. and and to cheddar lovers that when they're slicing it that will signal to them oh this is going to be a good cheddar mm-hmm. but it's got such a pleasant creamy as soon as it starts warming up on your it on your palate melts in your mouth yeah it really does hats off to whoever made this cheddar yeah there there's a few cheesemakers in England right now going about their lives and I just want 
to somehow let them know, like maybe I can write them a letter. You bring me so much joy with <laughs> what you make. Cheese. I and love if, this cheese. And if somehow, when you have your holiday gathering, a small gathering of only the people in your group, in your COVID group, I don't know. Yeah. If there is any of this cheese left, you're your cheese board and it's all kind of torn apart and messy and you get to the end of the day and you okay we should wrap it up and put it in the fridge there's any of this cheddar left you should definitely make a grilled cheese with it oh yeah yeah i wanted to say actually this is the cheese all the other cheeses i got to pick which size i got and i was i was building a cheese board i knew three people were going to taste it so i was picking out pieces of cheese about that size this piece of cheese it just comes in the size that it comes in i i think is it's, it eight ounces it's, it's either seven or eight ounces it's i remember it being an odd slightly odd number like mm. not eight ounces but seven close. and a half ounces I don't yeah know. It's, it's right it's, around there it's right around there it's just a little square of cheese uh and i put this board together and i definitely have leftovers uh which i ended up just squirreling away for later or, or giving away mm-hmm. but this would be fantastic as grilled cheese this would be amazing as an omelet the next day. Uh, mac and cheese. This is this is the cheese you all already know how to use because cheddar is the American cheese. <laughs> and we know how to cook with cheddar. Yes. We can put cheddar in so many different things. Put it it's with some broccoli. Great, it's a great cheddar. Yeah, and I was thinking like, oh yeah, melted on top of some broccoli. Yeah. This is a this is a truly great cheddar worthy of all of your grandmother's recipes that include cheddar. For no apparent reason. It would also Except be a great cheddar good. to put on top of some apple pie. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. That would be good. That would be real good. That would be fantastic. All right. I think we've sang this cheese's praises enough. <laughs> now uh, to Holland. Now we can go to Holland. And a cheese we've mentioned multiple times on our podcast. I think someday... We're going to have an award for most mentioned cheese. And I think so far this cheese is winning. This is the cheese. Vintage aged Gouda. Vintage aged Gouda. It's delicious. It is creamy and it's sharp like the cheddar, but it is definitely a Gouda. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to describe. It's got We've a already lot going on. described it several times, I think. It has so much going on. It's got some of those crunchy crystals. Yes. It's that got everybody loves. A couple little little cheese holes in it. Yeah. For I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes when you're cutting open a wheel of this cheese, this wheel, I should say, is rather on the young side. I was able to cut it with a wire. Sometimes you have to break this wheel open with a big two-handed knife. Because it's too hard. And, and sometimes it has the little the little holes, which you'll recognize from Swiss cheese. Although these ones, sometimes you cut it open and it's filled with this liquid gold. <laughs> it's just so, this little liquid pours out of the crack when you cut the cheese open and it it tastes so good and it's something that the customer doesn't really ever get unless there just happens to be a little pool of it in the middle of the piece they buy right but it it mm. you cut it out sometimes you cut it open and you smell this immediate just fermented milk 
smell that. But in a pleasant way. But in a pleasant way, not yeah, no, not the fermented milk because you forgot about the milk. This, this is a cheese that is clearly made with love and skill and a very old cheese making tradition that is just amazing. It's when I say fermented, that that taste that can only come from something. I don't know, like like a thirty year old whiskey that it's got a, that flavor that comes from aging and toasty, sitting for a toasty nuttiness to yeah. it. Yeah. And and yeah, when it when we do get a wheel that seems extra old and dry, when we we have to like break it open and it's like sheared pieces come off like it's a yeah. broken crystal. Yeah. Like, like the whole cheese is crystallized to a certain extent. Yeah. And and those at, at, during those times, there's no slicing it. You just it crumbles all the way. Which... And I know I was I was saying earlier. You were saying that the uh, drunken goat would be a cheese. You would definitely be going back like one of your favorites on the board, going back again and again and try. Yeah, vintage aged Gouda is the one that I can't stop coming back. Oh yeah. Even though you had a gigantic meal and you're stuffed to the gills and you keep circling the kitchen and. Somehow you're still putting little nibbles of your favorite things in your mouth, even though there's not really room for it. I completely agree. Vintage age Gouda is, it is a universally the thing good that cheese. I would not be able to stop nibbling on. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it you I. I'm really proud of all of these cheeses. I had nothing to do with making them. You just They're assembled them amazing. together. I'm. I'm very happy we have all of these cheeses here at the co-op, and I, I yeah, this is a good cheese board. It this is. is a cheese board that, as a cheesemonger, when you're a cheesemonger and you bring a cheese plate somewhere, maybe people don't know this, but people like expect great things. Like there's going to be like, it's going to like have doves fly out of it in the middle of the <laughs> cheese tasting or something. Um, this is a cheese board that I would be happy to bring anywhere. Yeah, and the, we have ours, our. Sorry, go. We have our suggested order of tasting things, mm-hmm. and mostly that's based on you want to eat cheese from the most mild to the strongest flavor. Yeah, generally, and that order is the order we listed them in. So, like one starting in Spain with the drunken goat, two moving on to the gorgonzola in Italy, yeah. etc. And that's only important for really, I feel, so that you can get the best taste out of each different cheese and one doesn't overwhelm the other because if you if you had a if you enjoyed some vintage aged gouda and then you from there moved directly on to the drunken goat the drunken goat would not shine in the way it does if you taste that first with yeah. a nice clean palate and i think you you do once around the cheese board and you get all of those first impressions and those first flavors and you really experience them and then after that, there are no rules. You take some gorgonzola and you smear it on some drunken goat if you want and see what happens. <laughs> and that was just, I was trying to think of the most random example I could, but I am literally going to do that as soon as we stop recording today. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to be drinking whatever wine you brought or that's already at hand. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to be nibbling on the Marcona almonds and you're going to try putting some fig jam on, I don't know, the the red fox, or you're going to have some charcuterie, and you're going to put some fig jam in that, and then you're going to be like, well, I should put a piece of cheese in that, and you're going to put some drunken goat in it, maybe, yeah. or, or whatever our, you like. We just have the five cheeses here, and we're having it really simply today. We just have some cowgirl creamery 
flatbread crackers, which are, I think, currently my favorite cracker anyway. They're really great. They're really great crackers. They're also on the Cheese Island, easy to grab. Mm-hmm. Or at least they're on my Cheese Island. I don't know where you have them. Yeah. Yeah, they're up on the case above the salsa. No, oh, okay. Uh, go wild with this cheese board. Enjoy it. Share some holiday cheer. This is an excellent... I, we haven't said this yet, but what's really fun about this cheese board is... Anyone who's listening or anyone that comes to the co-op can build this cheese board, take it home, and it's excellent for social distancing because you can put this cheese board together and your friend who has access to the North Coast Mm co-op can come and put this cheese board together and take it back to their house and then you can get on Zoom or whatever whatever technological bridge you use (laughs) And you can both do this cheese tasting together. And how fun is that? It's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. You can dress it up however you want. Or you can keep it really simple like we've kept it pretty simple. You wouldn't even have to have these crackers. You could just have bread. This would be great on a baguette. Yeah. Or, you know, just like grab a spoon and go ham. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. We we just want to convey that this should be an easy, fun thing. Yeah. And get creative. This should be an easy, fun thing. Uh, we hope it's an easy, fun thing for you guys. And we hope that you enjoy some cheese this holiday season. We hope that you stay safe this holiday season. And uh, hopefully this is a way for you to enjoy some cheese and stay safe with your loved ones. Yes. An excellent way. Holidays and the food. Yeah. Yeah. Holidays and food. Is there any other way to do it? We should probably wrap up here. Uh, If you would like more information, please follow the North Coast Co-op on Facebook and Instagram. We're all over social media. And uh, you can also visit us at northcoast.coop. That's C-O-O-P. And if you'd specifically like more cheese information, then please consider joining our cheese email list. Uh, You'll get information about new episodes. You'll get recipes, uh, cheese news, information about new cheeses. Also, every email we've sent out so far has had an awesome coupon in it. Uh, We're talking like 50% off coupons, 40% off. They're good coupons. We don't know what the coupon is going to be that goes out with this episode, but it's probably going to be awesome. Uh, you can join that list by going to northcoast.coop slash cheese. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Toodaloo!